Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Metavertising Podcast, your podcast about metaverse, marketing, advertising, and related trends in the tech world. I'm your host, Eli Santos, and this podcast is all about exploring the metaverse and the possibilities of it with people that are at the core of its development. And of course, how marketing is going to be related with everything. And today, I'm very excited to welcome Tyler Greenfield. Tyler, say hi to everyone. How's it going, everyone? Uh, yeah, I'm, thank you for having me on the show. I'm stoked. Thank you for being here with us today, Tyler. So guys, uh, Tyler is the host of the best NFT media nominated NFT and show podcast, Web3 consultant, event speaker, contributor at WhenDrop.io, weekly Twitter spaces host, and Ethereum crusader. So Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do in your background. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, thank you for having me. But uh, yeah, I host the NFT and Chill. Um, you know, it's uh, it quickly became one of the more popular Web three podcasts. Which, uh, as a first time podcaster, that was you know a surprise to me. But uh, honestly, it's truly thanks to like the support from the Web three community. Um, I think. That's like, you know, what Web3 is about. But I do quite a bit in this space. Um, I, first of all, I'm trying to learn as much as I can uh, each day. And I think that's kind of what everybody's doing in the space. But yeah, I also do some consulting for a couple of agencies as well as like on my own if people reach out. Uh, I contribute to Wendrop and i have spoken at some of the biggest web3 events and conferences uh including decentralcon which is coming up during art basel at the end of november nice that's really awesome man and it's really a pleasure to have you in here and um and as you as you guys could see and 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 as i was introducing tyler he's a man of many um many things likes to do many things and and uh and it's uh, we i was actually in his podcast the last week which was an amazing conversation you guys you guys should definitely check it out we talked about you know uh communities and and more nft marketing and whatnot but uh but it's going to be a pleasure to have uh tyler with us in here today we're going to be talking about community building and managing in the web3 space in general so we're going to be discussing a lot of topics related to it and also like at the end we're going to talk a little bit about uh how to build a career uh or making the transition into web3 which i think it's definitely um a very interesting and hot topic right now because a lot of people are interested about web3 they don't really know how to get started uh, some of them have questions about it so definitely like you can have asked for a better person here today to talk about these topics so it's going to be an amazing conversation so let's just d dive uh right in so i would love to get started about the current um web3 scenario and the web current web web3 community right so just earlier today i made a post about how i believe you know the space needs a lot of marketers and, and copywriters because there's you know a lot of jargon a lot of the the web3 community thing is, is like it has become something really strong and um and, and and i think that's a great thing you know but at the same time it creates kind of a sense of exclusivity you know where like the average person has a little bit of trouble to understand this world so i think the best way for us to get started is really like let's talk a little bit about the current web3 scenario and the current 
scenario for Web3 communities, right? So love to hear from you a little bit of introduction into that topic. Yeah, I mean, the space right now is in, you know, a little bit of a weird spot. Um, it's kind of like a, you know, I guess you could say a transition period. Um, you know, we had the, the boom of this time last year. Um, and then there was a little bit of a honeymoon and then the market crash. Uh, and right now it's kind of, you know, just a strange, strange spot in the NFT Web3 space. There's a ton of building going on. There's a lot of communities, companies, Fortune 500 companies, brands that are coming into the space. And, you know, there's a lot of communities with NFT projects and that are kind of just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so, you know, there all these communities, right? There's people who've been in the space, experienced people, they have the communities they call home. You know, if you look on your Discord, I'm sure you have five, 10, 15 uh, communities that you're a part of, which is the norm. So um, there's some that you are active in, and then there's some that you just aren't. And people have found their communities where they've built relationships, where they are a part of it. So, you know, for new projects and new communities being built, it's difficult to lure people in right now. So, yeah, I just, I think um, the space needs uh, innovation. It's desperate for it. Because like when, when this all started, everything was new and shiny. So people started, uh, you know, duplicating each other and going with what worked. You know, DAOs, games, um, all those utilities. And now we're at a spot where like, what, what, what's new? We need, we need some innovation desperately to spark the next, you know, big rise in, in NFTs. I, I, I couldn't agree more because one thing that I've been talking a lot about lately is that, you know, we've had the last year, as you said, where there was this huge boom in the NFT space. A lot of people trying to get in, you know, a lot of people becoming millionaires overnight because they invested in the right project. I, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but like there were definitely some people that became millionaires like literally overnight because they invested in the right projects. And um, a lot of people, you know, trying to make a quick buck and just, you know, anything that you would do would basically get free traffic just because it was an nft project right and so a lot of you know uh, a lot of traffic a lot of attention and then all of a sudden people starting started to realize it's not that simple and so you know it 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 started to cool down and like the the movement starting to started to slow down and then now um basically these nft project founders and nft marketers they're gonna they're having to turn to the fundamentals of marketing and really seeing what was already working in terms of community building before so that they could start you know like really you know uh let's say harvesting their community the right way or maybe fostering their community the right way right and so um so that's really interesting you know like uh, there was this hype and you could just launch anything in that sense you know like anything that was an nft project but now without the marketing fundamentals you're basically not gonna be able to get off the ground 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you take a look at it, like you said, people were making a lot of money. You could mint something and three, four, five exit. Um, but you know, after the crash, people's portfolios are in the red. I mean, a lot of people's portfolios are down. Whether you're in crypto, in stocks, in NFTs, so. You know, you have your communities where you're a part of, that you participate, you're active in, you build relationships in, you know people. It's like your Web3 home, but your portfolio is not doing well. So right now people are looking for gains. You know, they're trying to find gains. That's why like the free mints have been so popular the last few months. They're just hoping for a lottery ticket. Um, So that being said, you know, you said going back to the basics, um, you know, finding ways to build community without having to spend because, you know, project founders and these teams right now, you know, they're not making a ton of money because they're not selling NFTs. They're not selling products. So, you know, it, it we're, it's in a tough spot, but content is king, as you know, um, and it's just doing it the right way. Uh, and putting it out there to where the people that you're looking for will see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's... And then finding ways to keep the community that you have engaged. Because the community that you have is absolutely priceless. So don't take them for granted. Um, keep them engaged. Figure out ways to, you know, make it so they want to stay and they want to participate. Because an active community can be the best marketing tool, a project or company has. I couldn't agree more. And I think it takes me to my next question, which would be like, what is community building done the right way? And I think you kind of tapped into it already. Like it's a lot about content. It's a lot about being organic and also keeping your community engaged. But I'm sure like uh, there are many other, maybe not many other ways, but like there are many different ways for you to grow a community like uh, the right way, let's say, so doing it properly. So, uh, uh, you know, you've had experience with uh, Based Fish Mafia, you've had experience with Wag Me Wines. So I'm curious to hear from you, like a little bit about, you know, what is community building done right, done the right way? Yeah, that's see, that's a great question. I mean, this, this space is new. Um, so finding where you know your community is that you don't have yet like where the people you're trying to market to are is is super important um if that's twitter if that's linkedin you know if that's tiktok um and then figuring out the content and making it you know high quality content that they will that'll catch their eye and they'll and they'll you know check it out that's the biggest thing because the space moves so quickly and people's attention spans are so short so putting stuff out there where it will actually be seen is is extremely difficult as well but i mean honestly what i've seen in the space is that word of mouth is the best marketing you can have um if your community is going out there and they're talking about what's happening in your project or in whatever you have going on in web3 if they're talking about it on twitter or linkedin or these social media and they're posting about it i mean that is still some of the best way to organically get people into your project holding twitter spaces having people come in and learn about you know the project founders learn about what the mission is learn about what the plan is uh moving forward 
you know that that type of stuff is some of the best marketing you can do i couldn't agree more because um it's one thing for you to start creating content and posting about you know your project or maybe posting about something specific that happens within your project um and then like a random person coming across your content and saying oh this is interesting let me you know like i'm gonna consume some more of it and then like eventually i might you know like i might take an action towards it but it's an entirely different thing if you have uh like web3 friends or maybe if you have a friend that likes nfts and they tell you like oh take a look at this project because what they're doing is interesting so it's like it's a person that you trust telling you what to do then you just basically do it you know because you trust that person and you have similar you know interests and so it only makes sense you know and so um i i couldn't agree more in that uh, in that sense that word of mouth is one of the best channels that you can have i often say that about marketing in general you know so um and i think this brings me to my my next question which would be like we've talked about a little bit about you know the, the current scenario of communities in web3 community building the right way but what about you know uh, for those that want to build a community from scratch and also like how to sustain these communities the social media aspect of it how you typically handle those things or maybe what tips um do you have for for, for these guys that are starting from scratch yeah starting from scratch is uh, definitely a daunting um scenario um you know the, the the best advice i can give you is patience it takes time in this space to not only build a community but build a reputation for yourself you know get yourself out there gain some followers gain you know start building that way but pa patience plays an immense part i've seen projects take anywhere from you know three months to a year to build a community to the point where they are comfortable to you know drop an nft or release a product um you know that that's really the best advice somebody can give you is just taking it day by day you shouldn't be in a rush if you're in a rush you know maybe this isn't for you because it's going to take time especially in the market we're in but also surrounding yourself with quality people that you can trust that are willing to do the work um because this is a lot of work you know there isn't it's not a nine to five it's not a monday through thursday or monday through friday job you know it's 20 it's 24 it can be 24 7. um and making sure that you have the right people around you and you're not paying for like marketing that you haven't really looked into like you know make sure that if you're paying for marketing that the people that you're paying know exactly what they're doing, have the experience in Web3 to carry out what you're looking for. Because there's a lot of people that will, you know, doctor up a resume or make it seem like they're super experienced in this space when they might have done a lot of marketing in Web2, but sometimes it just doesn't translate. So making sure that you are just very patient in the space is my, uh, is my best advice. Definitely a great advice. And I think it goes not only for building uh, Web3 and NFT communities, but 
basically to build a company, right? Because an NFT project is a company. And so, yeah, I can agree more. I definitely, as an entrepreneur, I can definitely certify, I can definitely vouch for that. And, um, and what about like projects that already have a strong community, right? So you're coming in, you know, these guys have already, they've, they've had an interesting growth or maybe they have a very interesting project very interesting product and there's a strong community behind it there's already a structuring place how do you typically handle those yeah as far as that goes um you know being completely transparent with the community is is great in earning their, their trust and also like in times where there's not a whole lot going on and you know you're trying to figure out the next move and you're trying to build for the future and hoping things will turn around the, your community is absolutely vital so if they trust you and you're transparent about what's happening they'll stick around you know they'll give you a little bit more slack um that i mean that's you know hopefully anyway but you know making sure that they're engaged you know and that doesn't always mean that you have to spend a ton of money to keep them engaged you know you can hold poker tournaments in discord you can create maybe uh a po app and and do some things with po app um putting on live discord amas and uh twitter spaces um you know doing uh trivia night i mean there are just figuring out ways and and even getting feedback from the community like what they would like to see implemented and what would you know keep them happy and, but also you definitely need to figure out what your next steps are what the future what you want you know your project to be and and, and where you, the niche that you're trying to carve out in this space like what is your project offering web three i love that advice as well because um i think you know um, in reality for an nft project to work or maybe like you know for just basically any project out there for these things to work like it takes a lot of uh like joint effort so there's a lot of people involved a lot of moving pieces and a lot of these like all of these things must come together in order for the project to work so uh like you as you know like an nft uh community manager or you know like the person that handles the communications with the audience with the community you cannot possibly control the outcomes of the project because it depends on too many things but you can always be transparent and communicate properly and set the expectations properly because like at the end of the day it's not going to be your fault if the project doesn't work but it is going to be your fault if the project like starts showing some bad signs and 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 starts showing some you know some signs that it, that it's not going to work that it's not sustainable and you just keep the people there because that's your job you know and at the end of the day like they're gonna blame you for you know being in that project even after it failed so i completely agree on that i think that's the basic you know like uh, relationship with a customer one-on-one -on -one there you know um because it's it's absolutely vital that you keep the transparency the communication going right yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, in my time with Basefish Mafia, you know, we, we were very transparent. Um, we constantly had things going on, but 
you know, making sure you have a deep connection with the community that you are managing or, you know, whatever position you're doing is essential. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, even in times like this where maybe the floor price doesn't look so great, as long as you are transparent and hopefully the founders are still heavily involved with the project, they're constantly trying to figure out what they can do to move forward. You know, you have to respect that. 99% um, of projects right now are are down. They're in the red. A lot of discords are, you know, ghost towns. Um, so if you are in a project where the team and the founders are constantly active in the discord and they're constantly trying to figure out stuff, you know, to move the project forward, um, you know, that should be a good sign to you right now. Um, you know, don't try not to lose hope that this, uh, this market won't last forever. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love these, these advices because, um, it's definitely, it's, it's what I often talk about. And, uh, we've talked about in the interview that we did in your podcast, right? It's about the customer. It's about, it's about them, not about us, you know? And so I think this perfectly translates to that. So just before we wrap it up, this community building part, I'm curious to hear, you know, social media part, which is, you know, you you talk about you know creating content which i also believe content is essential uh but like how does it, how does it look like in in practice you know like what are the channels that you should be exploring what type of content should be should you put out there and um and what have you done in that sense and maybe what are your recommendations yeah great question i mean literally web3 lives you know in in the ethos here so um content is is absolutely king uh so social media is is a huge advantage so you know of course twitter is is very big with web3 um but linkedin has become especially in the last five to six months has become as a huge web3 community um and it's growing every day also TikTok. TikTok has become very big. In Instagram is hanging around. Um, we're still kind of waiting on the widespread NFT integration. But you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, you just you have to figure out where your community that you are trying to get lives. Um, and then and that might be figuring out the best time to post. Um, and if you're, you know, giving engagement to get engagement is is a great rule of thumb. Like if you want your post to be liked, to be retweeted, to be commented on, you've got to comment, like, and retweet other people's posts. You know, to get engagement, you have to give it, I think. And, and just coming up with quality content that, that'll catch somebody's eye. But definitely uh, TikTok's Web3 community is growing rapidly as is LinkedIn's. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and figuring out good time to post, figuring out what hashtags to use and engaging with other people so that hopefully they will engage with your stuff. Yeah, definitely. And um, I've been, as many of you that are listening to us already know, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Tyler is active on LinkedIn as well. He posts a lot there. Uh, every new episode, like there's a, 
there's a marathon of like uh, retweets and uh, shares and, and posting. And, and so I completely agree with him, especially on the TikTok front, because I'm a huge fan of TikTok. Um, but, you know, it's a uh, creating content for TikTok is almost a job by itself because it's uh, it's not like, you know, writing a post on LinkedIn like I do every day. It's, you know, you have to create a video, you have to edit it and you have to make it appealing for the people that are going to be consuming in there. But it's definitely rewarding as well because the uh, the, the organic algorithm of TikTok is unparalleled. Like it's probably the best one out there if you want to have organic growth. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. And you know what? Um, yeah. LinkedIn, well, I mean, I'm sorry, Instagram, what is their, the video portion of it? Um, Instagram reels, 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 real. Re those are good as well. If you're doing stuff on TikTok, though, that can transfer over to Instagram reels. But for TikTok, I just wanted to mention, you know, the web three community is definitely growing massively, but the cool thing about it is link TikTok is starting to move their algorithm and the way and their platform over to i guess like more business centered less um like kitty game stuff less like dancing and goofy stuff over to a more content driven uh space and they want you know the algorithm is starting to instead of the the way it was a few months ago you know 10 to 25 second videos did really well now longer videos are doing well so they're changing their algorithm which is personally i think is really great for content creators alone well that's a that's a that's a great comment because uh when i tell people that they should start creating content on tiktok and you know like i've been looking into tiktok for for a while now for a lot of time you know for a long time and uh, and been trying to find a way in my daily routine to create you know TikTok content in order to record the videos and this and that. And when I tell people that they should absolutely be on TikTok, the first question that they ask me is, okay, but do I have to do any dance? You know, and I'm like, no, man, like that's not what TikTok is about. You know, it's about educating. It's about creating content, just like another other social media out there other channels um it's just a different slightly different format in the sense of like it's a video typically shorter videos as you said longer videos are working a little better right now and so like it's not it's not, it's not about dancing and it's not about using trendy songs it's about you know uh figuring out the format that people are already used to in there and just basically iterating from there you know creating educational content so definitely you know absolutely be on tiktok is definitely worth it and uh, moving to our next topic, which is building a career and uh, making a transition into the Web3 space, right? So give us a brief of like a brief introduction there. How did you end up in the Web3 space in the NFT um, community building uh, space? Yeah, so I, I've been working remote now for, I would say, since the end of 2017. So um that transition was seamless and i actually absolutely love working remote personally i know it's not for everyone but um i was in uh, marketing social media management uh in the e-commerce space so the transition for me wasn't all that um difficult and you know i was trading current cryptocurrency for a number of years now and you know, during the AMC GameStop run up, um, I think that's kind of when people's eyes really started to open to, you know, what all these industries and how, you know, the consumers don't 
get a say in what is being put out there. They don't have the ownership. They don't have all this stuff. So, um, you know, I, a friend told me about NFTs. I looked into it and that's how I got in the space, uh, over two years ago. So, um, you know, as far as the transition, if you, if you are looking to work in web three and cryptocurrency, DeFi, NFTs, there is a lot of opportunity. There's going to be, you know, millions of jobs created in this space. And if you look on LinkedIn or on these job boards, companies are looking to hire people for Web3. Like, we need a Web3 community manager. We need a Web3 content creator. We need a Web3 social media manager. And that's not going to end. This is just the beginning. So... And it's not all for tech people. I'm not a tech person. I mean, I, I can play video games. I, I'm, I can work a computer, but backend stuff, that's not what I do. So if you can manage a community, if you can create content, if you can write, if you can, um, you know, do front end stuff, market, marketing, advertising, um, project management, you know, there is opportunity here for you. So yeah, if I hope that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you know. Um, I wouldn't say it's easier than people think it is. I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely like it's not that hard to get into Web three because the reality is that people think see see Web three as this like kind of new monster. You know, they you know kind of rocket science, but it's actually like we need a lot of people that know the fundamentals of Web two in order to help us leverage and innovate in Web3, because I think that's what's missing, as you said at the beginning, right? It's missing innovation. So I think the Web3 space in general could use a lot of people from Web2, you know, especially marketers in general, you know, like social media, I don't know, copywriting, ads, you name it, you know? And so, um, so how would you advise you know, uh, people that are that want to get into the space, or maybe they want to make the transition, or maybe like, uh, what are where can they look for Web three jobs? Like, what advices can you give to these guys that want to get into the space right now? They're coming from Web two, or they're coming from different markets. How yeah, can absolutely. we great enable question. this transition? For sure. Um, you know, first of all, definitely start to do some research and start to learn about, you know, DeFi, cryptocurrency, just some basic stuff so you get a feel for the culture of Web3. Because I mean, honestly, that's like, we don't know what Web3 is. We're building Web3 as we speak. I use the term Web3 as like an encompass of the culture. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, get a feel for what's happening here. And you know, start participating, you know, start getting involved in conversations on Twitter on LinkedIn, um, join a couple communities. You don't have to buy anything. Just you can join some discord communities, some telegram communities, um, you know, engage with some posts, start building some social equity, uh, in the space. And, you know, then you can make sure you have a resume that is tailored to what you're looking for in this space because everybody you know i don't know how many jobs you've done in your life but um you know I, there's a whole bunch of them and they're all in different industries so if you're looking to be a community manager tailor your resume to that and also get on linkedin you know 
build a really high quality LinkedIn profile, put as much information as you can on there and just get involved, start building relationships. And, you know, LinkedIn will tell you about a ton of um, opportunities just right there. But there are a lot of Web3 job boards out there right now that you can look up on Google. There's a ton of communities uh, Discord communities that are have Web3 job boards. If you're a woman in this space, there's a lot of women's organizations like Surge and Albright Media that have, you know, women's job boards as well that will find you work in this space. So, um, you know, there's no better time like now uh, to get involved for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think, you know, there, there's definitely a, some other websites that I can think of. For example, Brain Trust. I think Brain Trust also has a, a couple of Web3 jobs there. So they're looking into that. I think eventually, like, all, all the major websites are definitely going to have, you know, Web3 jobs. And, um, and, you know, I couldn't agree more on the LinkedIn part. I think it's because I'm a little biased on that because I'm so active on LinkedIn. So definitely like, you know, getting into LinkedIn, that's a great tip right there because not only are you going to get some job recommendations in there, but building the network, right? I think it, it counts a lot, you know, because these people can, um, eventually like help you land jobs or maybe like you can connect with someone that can connect you with a job and, you know, and so there, there's a lot of these things happening for sure. And we definitely need more people there. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, in LinkedIn, I mean, I get notifications a couple times a day about jobs in my field in the web three space. So, um, yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is, is definitely, uh, a great resource. Nice. And, uh, I think the, the last but not least, uh, question on that topic is the compensation part, right? Because I think there's a lot of, uh, like, I think it's important me personally, you know, I think it's important for you to do something that you, uh, relate with something that you like to do something that you're passionate about. I think that's extremely important, especially now that, you know, we're living in the day and age of remote work. So there, you know, a lot of the restrictions that used to exist back in the day, they don't exist anymore because you can just hire someone from across the world and they can work with you and so uh but like at the end of the day the reality is that compensation is extremely important right so i think um you know regardless if you're doing something that you're passionate about or not you you want to be uh well paid right you want to be compensated uh properly and and, and fairly and so um my last question on that would be what is the compensation like for a community manager and uh like, can you set the expectation for the people that are listening to us that want to become community managers or what, what can they expect? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Compensation, rate of pay, all that stuff, I don't think is talked about enough in Web3. And, you know, it's, it's the Wild West. All this stuff is very new. The space is being built. So it's very difficult to try and figure out, you know, what type of um, compensation you will get or what is fair or what is right. One thing I will say though, um, if you are working for in this space at all, if you're devoting time, if you're working hard for an NFT project or any kind of project company brand, you should be getting compensated. 
um, at some capacity. If you are a moderator in a Discord, you need to be getting compensated. Um, I think there's too much, especially in like with NFT projects, where people are doing a ton of work and not getting paid, or getting paid very low rates, or getting promised something down the road. That stuff isn't right. You should be getting paid because there's there should be if you're working there's money coming in and you should be compensated fairly because there's no regulations right now so you know i just wanted to say that because i don't think it's talked about enough but you know it 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 varies um it definitely varies if you are working for a startup nft project you know it might not be as much as you know a, a company that comes in with a ton of seed money or VC funding. I would say community management is very similar to Web3 as far as pay goes. Now you can find projects that pay a ton of money, like way more than Web3. I mean, Web2, and you can find some that pay under. Just make sure that you, what you think you should be getting is, is what you're getting for the work you're putting in. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best I can, I can put it. Yeah, it's definitely a great advice because I think there's nothing worse than uh, coming into a job or a project and feeling that you're not paid uh, well enough, or maybe you're not being paid. You know, you don't fi you don't find uh, fair the way that you're getting paid. So um, I think there's nothing that you know. Back when I used to have a job, like the, it was definitely something that made me feel, uh, you know, like. Um, that would just bring me down in terms of like productivity and you know like motivation and so like you know definitely agree with that advice you know like um do your research i think you know like getting in touch with people that are also like community managers or people that are involved in this space uh but at the end of the day like feeling that you're being paid what you're worth yeah yeah and what i would say is you know, there are a lot of people that come into this space and they want to create an NFT project or something in this space, but they don't want to take the risk of spending a bunch of money. Like, you know, they don't want to hire a bunch of people and pay them. They don't want to pay for marketing. They're just trying to build everything organically and not take any risk because they don't know the outcome. But, you know, you're coming in here and you're creating a business you should be coming in if you're trying to come in and create an nft project you're you should be willing to take the risk and spend what it takes to become successful um you know you can't in the web 2 world open up a shop or create a business without spending money and i think too many people come in here and they try and create something without taking risk and that's what when people start you know working for free or not being compensated in this space because founders don't want to pay because they don't want to take the risks they don't know what's going to happen but i don't think that's right so you know if you're coming in i know um a, one of my friends who started a project he he spent you know 40 50 dollars to start his nft project and it's successful so you know if you're not willing to take the risk you're probably not going to be successful and that's probably not a good place to to work <laughs> to be honest 
Yeah, you're not you're not gonna make it as as an entrepreneur if you're not taking risks, right? So if you're, as you said, like if you uh, want to kind of uh, outsource the risk or maybe delegate the risks to someone else, I think that's a bad move because at the end of the day, that person's gonna hate it, you know, and um, and they're gonna be taking the risk that you should be taking. So as my business partner Filippo often says, there's a lot of tire kickers in the space right now, people that are basically just trying to take advantage of the ones that do carry the knowledge you know and the, the ones that that are spending their uh fair share of like uh, amount of time on research and you know like uh buying into projects you mentioned uh, just now you mentioned like you don't have to buy anything you know in order to get into a community but if you do you know it's gonna be an investment on education you know like i remember and i've mentioned this in the podcast in the past like i remember the first time i bought an nft i actually lost a little bit of money because i didn't know how to make the transfer between one wallet and another and so like in that process i ended up losing money and so like that was money that i basically invested you know into learning how to do things and so it's not needed but like if you do spend money you know like you're investing into your knowledge and so be careful with like tire kickers and these guys that just want to take advantage of your knowledge for free so yeah i couldn't agree more with your, with your advice. absolutely so many tire kickers people that want you know consulting for free and think that they're entitled to it or want you to moderate their discord just because, you know, because they have a project, um, want you to, you know, it's just a lot of that going on. And I think that'll change over time as people, more and more people start realizing, hey, I'm, I'm putting in a lot of work. And if you're not taking the risk, then you really shouldn't be starting a project or starting a business because that's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So uh, just for us to wrap it up, I would love for you to introduce my audience to your podcast briefly. You know, um, I think it's worth making that connection because um, it's a very, you know, it's a valuable podcast. You're going to get a lot of useful content in there. The conversations are amazing. I'm one of the guests, so I definitely like I'm a little biased, but like I definitely I definitely vouch for, for that. Like it's an amazing podcast. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Eli was a guest on episode 32, uh, marketing and web three, excellent episode, but yeah, NFT and chill is on almost every major podcast platform. So you can find us there. We have, you know, I think we have a social media account <laughs> on every platform. So we push out a lot of quality content, educational stuff. But if you're looking for, you know, interesting news, the latest news, uh, stories and topics with, you know, thought leaders, artists and creators, um, we'd love to have you come listen to the show. We were also nominated Best NFT Media this year at NFT NYC. So <laughs> That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Definitely well-deserved. And uh, yeah, I think that's basically it. Uh, thank you very much, Tyler, for, for being uh, with us here today. I really appreciate it. It was a, a great conversation as usual. Like this is the second one that we record, right? And so definitely like an amazing conversation. So before we finish, I would love to hear a little bit about uh, some of the future projects that you're um, exploring right now. What is in your mind right now and how to follow you on social media as well? 
Yeah. Uh, and thank you so much for having me on your show. I really enjoyed the conversation. If you're listening out there, make sure you subscribe and leave Eli a review. That helps tremendously. Um, but yeah, I mean, future plans in the space. Uh, I I'm, will be speaking at DecentralCon in Miami this year during Art Basel, which is at the end of November. That's going to be one of the biggest Web3 conferences. So if you are there and you see me, make sure you come up and connect with me. Um, as far as anything else goes, I mean, I have the communities and NFT projects that I've, you know, I hold, I'm diamond handed. So, um, you know, I'm involved with those and like Basefish Mafia. So, uh, you know, I enjoy that. Um, I'm kind of just figuring out what the next revolution in NFTs are. I've heard something about uh, NFTs as apps. I think that could be really huge. Um, that's an exciting pros prospect. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's, what's next for this space for sure. Awesome. Amazing. And, um, and how, how do people go to follow you on social media where I know you're active pretty much everywhere, right? So what is the best way for them to follow you? Yeah, you can check me out on Twitter. Um, Maverick Media 15 is my Twitter. Um, my link tree is there where you can see all the rest of the stuff that I have going on and also NFT and chill. So thank you. Awesome. All right. So Tyler, once again, thank you very much for, for being here with us today. Um, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation. I know that I did. And so, yeah, for, for you guys to follow me, you already know it. It's Eli Santos on LinkedIn, E-L-Y space Santos. I post in there every day. And uh, yeah, once again, thank you, Tyler. Thank you, everyone. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.